I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, what's that leave them with? Nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family. Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs, and today we have the healthy, happy, human coach, Paul Levington. How are you doing today? I'm doing great today, Eric. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. That's good. So we have the healthy, happy, human. And were you all happy human? Um, no, certainly not. I, I have uh, arrived at this place in my life through my own uh, struggles and my own just my own personal journey. And I've taken that and turned it into a business uh, and turned it into my not only a business, but my brand. And basically my entire life's work is to help people live healthier, happier lives. Mm, I like that. I like that. I like the whole healthy, happy human. Cause when now, when I hear that, I think of you. Like, so you have something that's catchy that when you hear that, you think of Paul, you don't think of anything else. You kind of think of that one person. Um, so were you always healthy? Were you always in shape or were you, you know, how, how were things before you got to this point? Were you a healthy person or were you just a regular, I'm going to eat whatever, maybe work out here and there kind of guy? Yeah, for sure. Um, no, well, you know, going back to when I was younger, I was not. So the the re, the way I got into, you know, health, health and wellness in the beginning was I was I was a personal trainer uh, for many years. And a lot of people assume because I was a personal trainer, they're like, oh, you must have been like super fit growing up, like you must have played on sports teams or something. But I definitely wasn't, you know, like all throughout high school. Um, and even into college, I was like a chubby little nerdy, nerdy kid, you know, I, I drank too much soda and played too much video <laughs> games and Yu-Gi-Oh cards and stuff like that. And like, I was not, I was definitely not like a jock or a, a sports guy. I did, I never worked out. Um, you know, I wasn't like, super overweight, but I was just a little skinny fat kid. And the, I actually became a personal trainer because after graduating from college, I just was unemployed. I was, uh, drinking a lot and smoking a lot of weed and just doing a lot of nothing with my life. And my mom was going to kick me out of the house unless I got a job. And I just thought that personal training seemed like something that was kind of easy and I could just do like a, a few hours a week and it wasn't really like a real job. So I was like, oh, I'll just do this because it seems kind of easy. Um, and I, you know, I did the bare minimum to get a job, which was like you had to get certified. So I took like this course to get certified. I got a job at a gym like five minutes from my house. And that, I thought that was that, you know, and that, that was like as much as I planned it out. And I was just going out every night, got, you know, going out to bars. I live in New York City. I was, you know, 22 at the time. So I was just getting hammered and getting drunk and blacking out and all that that stuff that, you know, co comes along with that and not living a healthy lifestyle. It was the very opposite. Um, but then because I was working at a gym, you know, I was I started to get a little bit more healthy. Right. I was in that world. I was in the fitness world, but it still wasn't anything that I really cared about. And then I started to actually get into it, you know, because I was already working at a gym because I was getting clients and I had to I had to, you know, at least work a little bit and help them and, and get them results. I started to learn more about fitness and learn more about nutrition and that kind of stuff. And I, it really clicked for me when I started to get results for my clients because I saw I was like, oh, like. I can actually help people like this. This job is not just like me just standing around counting reps or something like that. It was like, I can actually help change people's lives. And when I did that, I had my first few successful clients. It like something clicked in me and I was like, oh, okay, like there's something more here. And that's when I kind of decided that this wasn't just like a bullshit stopgap for me and that it was something that I really wanted to put my time and my energy and my effort into. Uh, and I started to like actually try and wanted to do better. And that's what what got me into health. And then after years of doing that, uh, I kind of understood that, you know, I was helping people at the gym and, you know, I was showing people how to work out and I was showing people how to eat. But after working with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of people, I kind of saw that there was still something missing, right? You know, everyone has a gym membership, 
And yet most people are still out of shape. And even people who are in shape, a lot of them are not happy, right? A lot of people are like, they'll, they'll go to work out and they'll, they'll hate it the whole time. They'll like go to the gym because they think they're supposed to, or they'll work out to, to lose weight because like, they'll think they, they'll be happier when they lose weight or guys will lift weights to look big, to try to impress some girl. But it's like, none of that is making you a better person. None of that is making you happier. So then what ends up happening is at best people get a result that they don't really want, right? That they, they just they just searched for because someone told them they were supposed to right everyone all girls know they're supposed to have some some ideal body or some guys are know they're supposed to have some body image so they, they work towards this and they get there and they're like okay now what or people don't get that because they're searching for something that doesn't really mean anything to them right like they're just kind of going through the motions so i saw this huge disconnect where it was like what do people really want? They really want to just be happy and healthy, or at least that's what I want. And then that's what I want for everyone else. Right. So it's like, yeah, if, if, if someone wants to be a bodybuilder, that's great. But for the average person, the average mom or dad, you know, the average guy who's just like, I just want to not feel like I'm 50 years old when I'm 30, that doesn't take the craziest stuff. So I saw this huge gap in like the industry and what, what people were doing and this disconnect in between like what was out there and what most people were doing. Uh, so I kind of like took it upon myself to be like, no, like this, something is, something is missing here. And I, I'm going to fill that gap. Mm. I, I love it. I love it. You went from the, the chubby kid that, was in college, then went to college, and everybody, you know, when you're in college, most people you're partying, all that stuff. I'm uh, definitely when people see me, I'm skinny, but I'm I'm skinny. Mm -hmm. So I definitely can go to a gym and work out a few hours and look like I'm pretty good in shape, but I'm really not. So I definitely understand that. And then I liked how you said <clears throat> you you were working. You was a you was a personal trainer, but you wasn't really training nobody he was counting the reps he was like just going and just from being in that environment in the gym you were like hmm okay let me let me let me do some research let me see what really what I'm really supposed to be doing and then once you got that you got the results from people but then you you didn't just take it on a on a like a surface level it's kind of like a, a barber when you got your barber that barber knows you that, you know, they, they can help you. They talking to you and you kind of was that same way. Like, Hmm. Okay. Uh, Janie over here, she's working out, but she's not happy. She's coming in here. Huh? John, he's over here. He's, he's working, but he, he's not happy either. What, why are these people not happy in there? You know, like you said, uh, results that they don't want. Everybody thinks they, you know, you gotta be a certain body frame or look a certain way. And it's like, you really don't long as you're, happy and you got that peace inside you then you're you're able to be healthy because a lot of it people don't understand it starts with your mind I, i'm learning that as i get older that your health starts with your mind because your mind operates everything that you do and then the one thing uh that's very important is you you learn the gap people don't really understand that when you're it don't matter what you're doing you whatever job it is you're uh, you're fixing a problem and you have to find that gap that other people aren't doing that you maybe are doing because you're a personal train. You are a personal trainer, but then you start coaching and were you coaching just uh, like so sometimes I think people co we coach and we don't even know we coach. Were you coaching and not you know you're coaching or were you like, all right, I'm going to start, you know, see how this goes. How did that go? Like the coaching part of it. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's to me, it kind of is like a natural extension of of what I was doing. Uh, but I say that it is, I guess it's not because not most people will not would not do what I did. But you know, it's it was to go back, you were saying it's it all starts with that mental change. And that's exactly what this was, right? So like I said, I started, you know, personal training. And then I started working on myself because I was like, Okay, I'm already in the gym. So the next logical step after I was personal training was nutrition, right? So I learned all about nutrition, because it's like, what does everyone who comes to the gym want, they want to lose weight. So I need to know about nutrition, right? They all want to know diets. And then it was like, okay, I can teach all the people the nutrition stuff. I can teach all the people the exercise stuff. But it's like, in reality, everyone already knows that stuff, right? Like people come to the gym, they're like, I just don't know how to eat. But it's like, you do, right? You know, like most people are, most people, I guess, like, are there intricacies in there somewhere? Sure. Most people, for the most part, who have to lose a bunch of weight, they usually come saying something like, I know I should be eating less 
blank, less McDonald's, less ice cream, less bread. Or they say, I know I should be eating more fruits and vegetables. I know I should be drinking more water. I know I should be exercising more. So it's like, you already know what you should be doing. So why aren't you doing it? And that became the question that I became very interested in, which is just psychology and human behavior. And why is it that someone can say that to me, say that to me, say that to my face. They're like, Hey, I know what I should be doing and I want to do it, but I'm not going to do it. Right. Like, like it's just like, it, it perplexes me. It's still to this day, you know, it's still what I, what I study and what I learn about. But because of that, that's when I got into coaching because to me, coaching is more about how do I help people make that change where how do I help people? Because, you know, a personal trainer, I can throw workouts at, you know, I can build a workout and just throw you like, here's eight reps of 10 sets or whatever. You know, I, I can build you a, a nutrition plan and say, go eat like this. But if you're not going to do it, if you're not going to be, you know, if you're, if you're not good, if you're not going to take the action, that's not a physical thing. That's not a, you know, if, if the answer was simply, how do I work out? YouTube would have solved the problem. Right. There's infinite workouts on YouTube. If there, if the answer was simply, what should I eat to lose weight? Google solved that problem already. Like there, all of these problems that the, the lack of information is not the problem that people suffer from. And no matter what we're talking about, YouTube university, you want to learn how to work out, how to eat, how to cut hair, how to fix a car, how to build a rocket ship. You can learn it all on YouTube for free today. Right now, you can do anything in the world you can learn right now. So the, the, the problem is not lack of information. Problem is execution and how, and, and how human nature and things like that fight against us because it's not that easy, right? I just said like everything exists out there for free and yet no one's doing it. So what, what is the disconnect there? And that's when I started researching and became a, a board licensed coach, a master certified coach. And I started really learning about coaching because the art of coaching is how do I get people to do the thing that I know they need to do that they know that they need to do, but that they aren't doing. And that's like where I'm at now with my career, with my coaching company, with, with everything that I do is how do I help people to make those steps that are most important to live their life, uh, fully. Mm. I, I was, I was taking notes. That was, that was some good stuff. So what I got from that was it was natural for you. Like coaching was natural. And I think it comes with, um, personal, your training. That's kind of, you know, coaching in a sense, you're helping people become more healthier. So you already kind of are already doing that. And then you said you had to get you together. And if you don't get yourself together, you can't help anybody else. You're not going to be able to do anything to help anybody. It's like sometimes people get a title. Uh, They might, oh, got a degree or they, you know, somebody liked them and they picked them. But it's like, if you don't get your inside, your character, your, your, who you are together, then you're not going to be able to be the person that you need to be. And then uh, you said, we, we already know, like you said, we already know uh, what to do for the most part when it comes to eating healthy, you know, to stop eating this. Or you could go to your doctor and they'll be like, well, cut this out of your diet. So we know what to do, but we're not doing it because we don't want to execute. A lot of times um, we as humans, we want things that happen to us, but we don't want to put in the work for it to happen to us we think like uh sometimes people think people are overnight celebrities or overnight sensation no they've been putting in work for years it's just they got that pop and now people know who they are and i love what you said uh (laughs) youtube university i tell my son that all the time he's uh, about to be eight and he you know he i want to do this i want to do that hey you know youtube Right. It's right there, sir. You you watch YouTube all the time. You watch that silly stuff that you watch. But if anything that you want to do, type it in YouTube. And he's like, oh. And it's like, so it's like you have we have the information, but we don't have the action. And I love with when you said that, like we don't have the action. And everything that you've been saying, you studied, you researched, you 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 had it in you, but we don't understand. Sometimes you gotta you gotta watch film. It's like if you play sports. Some of the best players know other teams' plays because they watch film, they study. You have to study whatever it is that you're doing if you want to be great at it. And that's one thing that I keep hearing you say, you, you study, you research. You, you're you living it through your own life, but you to make yourself better, you're studying. And so how did it go, like, when you first started your personal, like, coaching? Right. Was it like, oh, I got a bunch of people? 
or was it like, uh, okay, I got a couple, I got like one or two people. How did that go when you first started your own, when you started the Healthy Happy Human Academy? Right, for sure. Yeah, well, first, I just want to say it's exactly like you said, right? I always want to caveat this stuff when I talk about this. It's like, this all came from my own personal journey. Like I said, a few years ago, you know, I was not the healthy, happy human, right? If you go, if you talk to my friends from college or my friends from even my early 20s or something like that, like I was a fuck up, you know, like I was, like I said, going out until four or five o'clock in the morning, getting blackout drunk three, four, five nights a week. Like I was like, I was, I was puking on the side of the street, like whatever you want, like whatever, like over the top mess that you could be like, I was it. Right. So all of this came from me learning all of this stuff for myself from fitness to nutrition. Like, yeah, like I was the Guinea pig. I wanted to learn. I was like, okay, like at least like, I was like, if I'm going to be a drunk mess, but I'm going out trying to get girls every day, I should probably be in shape. So I tried to get in shape, but eventually <laughs> I want to, I wanted to be better for myself. Right. And that, that was a long, that was part of my own personal journey. It was like, okay, like it's like either I'm going to figure something out to get out of this rut, to get out of this hole that I've dug myself into, or I'm going to, you know, I, this was, you know, right around the time I was like 25 or it's like, or, or I'm going to be the same place I'm at at 25 when I'm 35, when I'm 45. And that was a decision. I, I like, I was like, that can't be it. So I started to learn. I started to read. I started to read, I read a lot of books. I re I listened to a ton of podcasts. You know, I, I read a lot of blogs and I just started to educating myself. Um, and then through that, I changed my own life, right? Like I went from the guy who goes out five nights a week to now I don't drink. I don't do drugs anymore. I read uh, you know, something like a, at least two books a week. You know, I listen to a, probably 20 podcasts a week or something like that. Like I'm just continually educating myself. So people will always say like, Oh, that's so cool that you can do that. You can read like last, you know, last year I read like 80 books or something like that this year already we're, we're in March. I've already read 15 books. People will be like, Oh my God, that's so amazing that you read so many books. I'm like, you could do that too. Like I never read a book for years. And then I just started to read a lot. I just changed my priorities. I changed my values. I changed my scheduling. Right. So I taught myself to do this. And that was kind of the whole point of the healthy, happy human Academy. Cause it's like, people would always look at me the way I am now and be like, Oh, that's so cool. How you changed your whole life. And I'm like, you can do it too. Like there's literally nothing special about me. I just happened to be lucky. As you said, Eric, because I was in the fitness world and the nutrition world, I had a good base of knowledge on that area as well. So I already had the body covered, right? I just had to figure out the mental piece. So by doing that, I took those two pieces and put them together, right? Cause there's a lot of personal trainers who can get you fit. And there's a lot of therapists and coaches and stuff like that who can help on your mental. But because I had, I was uniquely positioned in those two worlds specifically, I have that expertise. I put them both together and I was like, well, this is what people need, right? It's not one or the, uh, it's not one or the other. It's both. Um, so when I started my company, the Healthy Happy Human Academy in 2021, definitely wasn't a massive success. It still isn't to this day. I mean, it it, it definitely is a, a, a business. I actually just quit my full time job uh, last month to go 100% all in on my coaching business. But it's, you know, it's the, a struggle in that a lot of people still see me as the fitness guy because for so long I was a personal trainer and a nutrition coach. So people come to me like, yeah, just help me lose 10 pounds. But what I'm trying to do is so much deeper than that because I'm trying to work on people's mindset. I'm trying to work on people's, you know, self-worth and, and the things that, that really go deeper than just how do I look on the outside? Um, and that's not a sexy thing to sell, right? It's very easy for, to, for someone on Instagram to just pose with their six pack out and go, Hey, I can get you to look like me in six weeks. And someone will pay them for that. But if I'm like, hey, I don't really want you to lose weight, but what I do want is for you to have a better relationship with yourself when you see yourself in the mirror and to also uh, have a healthy body that's going to take you through the next 20 years of your life that it just doesn't sound as sexy. It doesn't roll off the tongue. You know, people don't, people don't throw wads of cash at me for that. Whereas a girl posts a picture on Instagram with her big butt and selling tummy tea, you know, that will make a million dollars. So, you know, to, to say that it, I would be lying if I said that it's easy. Um, but you know, there, I have, I have many clients who I've signed up, who have taken through the process, who have given me amazing testimonials. And they, it speaks to that what I'm doing is is real and it's right. I know that it's the right thing because I know what happens. You know, I know the results that my clients get and that's what drives me. So, you know, right now it's going slow because again, like I said, it's early. I started early 2021. It's literally just been a year. Um, and during that time, I was still full-time working as the manager of a gym. 
And that's why, like I said, I just stepped down from that position last month so that I could go full time at this and put my full attention into it because I, that's, you know, just what I feel most powerfully that I, how I can affect the world and help the most people is by giving this my all and my full attention. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, it will grow uh, a lot more this year. It was, you know, the first year was, it was kind of proof of concept for me. I, I taken about 15 people through my uh, initial stage one phase um, and, you know, tweaked it and got in a lot of testimonials. And don't get me wrong, when I say 15 people, it doesn't sound like a lot, but I mean, hey, it's more than zero, um, but <laughs> very intensive uh costly in terms of money, but costly in terms of time and investment. Like I said, this is not just like, here's a workout, go have at it. This is not <laughs> here's a meal plan, go follow it. This is like three to six months of in-depth mindset work. You know, we're talking weekly, if not daily, and I'm doing really deep stuff with these people to completely rebuild them from the inside out. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot and it's complex, but it's also to me, the most valuable thing that I can do for people. Mm. I love it, man. I I love that you you broke it down so people could understand. Because sometimes when people see coaches or you know influencers, they think they try to make it seem like everything's easy. It's not easy. You started off years ago, and now you're just now able to quit your full time job. It wasn't like oh, as soon as you started, you know, you just got rolling and. Or, you know, video watcher. I listen to podcasts. So I definitely, everyone has to figure out what it is for you that's going to work out. Even when you take coaching, they'll give you different things to do, but you have to make it work for yourself. Because if you try to do something that's not going to work, you know, it's it's not for you. But what I, I, you got, what I got from you, you said your values change and your scheduling. People don't understand that your scheduling has to change. Like you can't keep hanging out, keep doing the same things. If you want to better yourself, I go to bed at nine 30, maybe 10 o'clock. People know I'm, I'm going to bed. You might, if you called me or you text me, you know what I was doing. I was sleep. Like, yeah, I'm not even, you know, I changed my scheduling. I wake up at five in the morning because nobody else is up. It's quiet. You know, I do whatever I need to do. And it's, it worked for me. And, the whole time you was doing, you were still working. So people understand you still can work and live your dreams. You still can go after what your purpose is, what value, what service you're supposed to uh, do on earth. Like you were working this entire time. Your mom told you, hey, get you a job. Mm -hmm. You got you a job until you created your own. And sometimes it's going to take years. It might take longer than others. And you say you were lucky. I think when people think of lucky, you're just in the right place at the right time. Like sometimes we're in the wrong place at the wrong time, but you were in the right place at the right time because you got, you already there. You're already in the gym. You, Oh, okay. They got some resources over here. Let me go get them. Let me, let me ask some questions and you are already there. So now with that luck or being at the right place at the right time, you're able to better yourself and, that's like you say, you have 15 people. That's that's awesome. Like some people start off with one, two, maybe five at the most, but you got 15. That's awesome because that 15 is going to turn into 50. Then that 50 is going to turn into 100. And then however, you know, many people you want to help is going to help that way because those it's going to be like a few people that you rock with now that's going to rock with you years and years and years down the road. And you're like, man. You remember when we started, when I started this and look where I'm at and look where you're at and it's going to be different kind of conversations. So I love everything that you're doing. So um, when you had to quit your job, mm -hmm. was it like a hard decision? Was it like I'm ready? Like, okay, I need to really put all my time and energy in one thing or how, how did that process go? Cause I'm, I'm not there yet, but I just want to hear how that process can go. And, you know, I get excited because I'm going to be there where I can quit my job this right, year. Right, right. For sure. Um, yeah. I mean, 
yeah, like you're definitely right. It was it was a tough one for 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 me. I'll, I'll get. To, uh, I just want to say what, what you were talking about scheduling and stuff like that because I'm the exact same way, right? Like I was just I was been talking about already about how like I was going out till like four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, waking up at that time, right? Now I go to sleep at nine o'clock so I can do whatever you know, so I can so I can do that, live that lifestyle. I was talking about reading so many books or whatever. People are like, oh my god, that's so crazy how much you read. It's like all it took was that I stopped watching Netflix every night. Like I like now I just watch Netflix like a little instead of watching it all the time. Right. So it's like people think that it has to be these huge things of like, oh, my God, like I could never live like that. But it's like I just changed I, again. And that's why I say values and priorities, because it's like what I value change before. What I valued was being the party guy and being the guy, you know, being the guy who was drunk and like going out and picking up chicks or whatever. But it's like now I value building a business and building my brand and being treating my body with respect. So, you know, it just once once you have that internal shift and that's why the internal precedes the external because when you can when that shift happens, the external stuff will just come. But to to your question about the uh actually quitting my job, it was very hard for me. Honestly, it took me a long time and I probably uh should have or or could have quit a little bit earlier, but it was very hard for me to actually do because one it was a good job, right? It wasn't like I was I hated it it was like some something where like I had a bad a bad work environment or anything like that. It was a, it was a great job. Uh, the my work like my uh, work life balance was good, and the the company was great. And you know they they loved me. They wanted to keep me there. So like there was a lot of safety there, right? There this there was like I could have stayed there and just grown with the company, and they would you know I could have made decent money and had a been perfectly happy but that's why i knew that i had to change and why i had to leave because it wasn't like it wasn't that it was so bad but it wasn't that it was so good either right and like i i didn't want to get complacent and i again like i just like i said when i was 25 and i saw myself and i was looking the future and see myself be in the same place just the guy getting drunk at 35 and at 45 it's kind of the same thing now i'm 32 now and it's like yeah like would it be the worst thing to be in this job at 40 at 50 no but would I have felt that I was doing what I was most like best served to do to, to serve the planet and that what why, what I was called to do and that I was making the most out of my life if I was still at this job in 5, 10, 15 years? Definitely not. So, you know, it was a very hard thing for me to do. And like, I literally like had like anxiety attacks getting ready to talk to my boss and tell him because they, they had no clue that it was coming. You know, like they, I was like, they, 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 they thought I was perfectly happy and stuff like that, which I was happy, but it was so like, I literally had to like amp myself up to go in and like have the conversation with my boss and tell them like, Hey, I want to leave. And you know, it was even harder. Cause like I said, it wasn't for like, it wasn't like, oh, I can't stand it here. It was like, they're like, why, what's the matter? Like, are you know, like, are you not happy? Like, you know, like what, what's, what's going on? It was just like, this is just something I have to do for myself. Like I, I'm going all in on me because this is just something I have to do. And it was also a thing of like, as you said, I kind of grew this business on my own while still working full time. And it got to a point where like I was half in and half out of both things. I wasn't putting my full heart into either of them. Right. I wasn't like, like because I you know, like, yes, I was working full time, but I wanted to have energy and time for my for my business. So like I wasn't giving my full all to my job. And even though I was leaving at time for my business, when I got home after working six, eight hours and, you know, that's intense work. And then like I'm like, OK, I still have three hours to work on my business before I go to sleep. But it's like I was tired and like there were days where I just wasn't able to do it. So it was kind of like neither of them were, were getting the, the getting out of me what I what I what I felt they deserved. And I had to pick pick a side and just quitting my job was me burning the boats. Like I said, and you know, if you know the expression just burn the boats, sometimes you have to just go all in and say there is no pulling back now. Staying at that job was just a safety net because it was like, oh, I'm making good money here. I can keep saving for retirement. I can like keep, you know, I can just keep kind of doing my thing and going through the motions and like I'll I'll be good. But I don't want to be good. I want to be exceptional. And I want to build something myself that is like the way I want it. I don't want to do, I don't want to work for someone else and like have to fit into someone else's box of what, what a job should look like. I, if, if I can create my own thing, my own lane, which is what I'm doing, that's what I want to do. I love it, man. I, <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm somewhat like in the same boat. I'm a, um, a teacher. So it's like, it's really hard. Like, building your class up, having your students, and then you got to leave. So that's going to be a tough one for me, too. But what I, I love what you said, you said it was safety. It was comfortable. Mm -hmm. It was like, all right, I'm good. Like, if I really wanted to stay here, I'm good. 
But the thing is, if somebody didn't like you or something happened, they could fire you. And now you're like, whoa, what am I supposed to do? But you said you went in all in on you because you figured out what you are supposed to do to serve the planet. Like I, I asked one of my close friends that like, man, what's your purpose? Like, cause a lot of times, like we, we have that hustle in us, we have that grind, but we're not doing what our purpose is. And if you're not doing what your purpose is, everything's going to, you know, you're going to do it. But if something punches you in the face, you're going to stop. You're like, ah, okay. Yep. And I'm like, no, you have to figure, we have to figure out what our purpose is to serve others. And it don't matter what it is. Like, I have my podcast, my clothing line, and I speak. Like, I don't I don't necessarily, like, I see coaching maybe somewhere in me, but I really don't want to do that. I want to be able to go and do, you know, move how I want to move, but I understand what coaching is. And you could have just been like, all right, I'm going to be this personal trainer. I'm just going to do, you know, this personal trainer, throw some, you know, a little motivation, inspiration in the people. You're like, nah, let, let me, let me, hold on. Let me, let me do what I want to do because – a lot of people don't understand if you do what you want to do, you'll be successful. Like right. do what you want, not do what you need to do because living out your purpose is doing what you need to do. And when you do that, it don't matter what it looks like to you, but that's what you're supposed to do. And everybody's different. Everybody like you have to, you have to grow. One thing I, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about when you were like going out, hanging out, and that that was my thing too to like go out hang out with the fellas but then I ended up getting married and now I'm single again and I got a divorce so I'm single again recently and it's like man I do not want to go out like where do I like this is no this is boring why am I giving people money and I'm not really getting any results like huh like you know mainly when you go out you're going out to as a guy mm-hmm. you're going out to girls or get a girl and it's like mm, well women might be more attractive to me if I'm doing something positive I'm helping and different things of that sort because when women hear oh you're a teacher that gets me more than when I'm in a club and the music loud and all that like, no that's not me and I think you have to you have to change who you are but you still have to be who you are Right. And like you said, you stop watching so much Netflix, but you still watch it. Right. But you, those books were more important than the Netflix. Now, if you watch Netflix and you're watching documentaries, you're taking mm-hmm. notes, you know, this is a little different. But if you're just sitting there, you didn't binge on a, a whole series. And then you're like, man, why am I in this situation? Well, because you just binged on that whole series. What you what do you mean? Right. And it's like it's not hard to right. start changing. But it's hard as you start as the changes go. But it's not hard to make one adjustment. If you right. make one adjustment in your life that that helps you and you be consistent for a month, y- your whole life could change yep. just off of one adjustment. And I don't think people understand that. So um, not gonna go like deep into your coaching and anything. I want to give you know people you know people pay to get your your coaching. But what are like some tips like? I usually ask people to give like three tips. What are some three tips that people can become a healthy, happy human? Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, what you just said in the last, you know, three, four minutes or so is, is, is it right there, right? Like you just dropped so much knowledge and anyone listening should, should go back and listen to that because that's exactly it, right? There's, this is the reason why my thing is the healthy, happy human. My podcast is the healthy, happy human podcast. It's not the super fit human. It's not the jacked human. It's not the skinny human, right? Because it's just healthy and happy because everything that you said that we've been talking about has nothing to do with fitness. It has nothing to do with nutrition. And that's why I took myself away from that world because you can add, you can put in business, you can put in entrepreneurship, you can put in relationships. Like you just said, watch a little less Netflix and read it, read an extra couple pages, you know, uh, find your purpose. The the very first episode of my podcast, right? If you're, as Mike said, my show is called the healthy, happy human podcast. The very first episode is titled start with why, right? And it's exactly like you were just saying, why find your purpose? Why do you want to do what you want to do? So that would be the first step that I give or the first, you know, thing that I tell Then this is the first thing that I start with every single client I work with is like, why? What is the point? What do you really want to get out of this? Because people will say things like, well, I want to lose weight. Well, I want to be rich. Well, I want to, ha- you know, I want to have a six pack. Well, I want to build a business, but that's not a good reason. Why? Why do you want that thing? What will change about your life? How will your life be better? Because I'll tell you a secret. If you just want to be rich, no shit. 
Everyone wants to be rich, right? No <laughs> shit. Everyone wants to lose 20 pounds. But it's like, if you don't have a real reason for why that thing matters to you, when the shit hits the fan, like as you said, when life punches you in the face, that's my favorite quote, right? Everyone has a thing. Everyone has a plan until life punches you in the face. When life punches you in the face, and it will punch you in the face, if you don't have a real deep reason for why this is important to you, you're going to quit. You're going to go back to watching Netflix. You're going to go back to that job. You're going to go back to what's safe. And that's what I did for a long time. And again, this is not me. You know, I'm not calling people out. I'm calling myself out. And this is why this is why I'm so passionate about this stuff. Because if you if you don't have a reason to burn the boats, if you don't have a reason to step out into what's scary safety becomes the, the default option, right? So you have to have a deep why. That's that's step number one. Um, you know, another thing is understanding just how to set better goals, right? This is a big one that, I, you know, a lot of people, like I said, kind of alludes to the same thing. A lot of people have these arbitrary goals of just like, again, oh, losing weight, being healthy, being fit, being successful, become an entrepreneur. That's a big one now, right? Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but it, for what? What's your purpose? Set a better goal. There's a difference, like there's a difference between I want to start a podcast and I want to start a podcast about health and wellness so that I can change people's lives through to help them live healthier lives so that they can spend more time with their kids and their communities. Like one is like a random thing, like start a podcast, like, yeah, sure. Another is an actual vision that I have. And that's what what drives me. So if people set better goals, they'll start to realize that they can actually achieve those goals because these arbitrary loose goals of like, you know, this is why most people don't succeed with New Year's resolutions or whatever change they want to make. It's because they set random goals that don't mean shit to them. Um, and then the last thing would be exactly as, as you said already is start small, right? The big, big reason people fail is because they start way too big. They want to change their life and they think they have to change their whole life at once. Right. They're like, I'm going to start eating healthy and going to the gym and I'm going to start reading five books a day and I'm going to stop watching Netflix and I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. I'm going to stop smoking cigarettes and I'm going to stop going out at night and I'm going to start. Oh, chill. You're doing too much and you're going to fail 100 percent of the time because change is hard and a lot of change is impossible. Right. So we need to break it down into the smallest possible chunks. And that's what, you know, that's what I do as a coach. And that's what I do with my, with my, with my education company is I help people through this process of breaking it down into small manageable so that's small enough that it doesn't overwhelm you to force you to quit, but it's large enough that you are making change and actually moving forward. Cause that's, that's the thing you have to find that sweet spot. If it's too big, you're going to, you're, you're doomed to failure from the beginning because you're trying too much and you're not going to do it. But if it's too small, you're not actually going to get any result and you're going to lose motivation and you're going to stop doing it and you're going to just be end up find yourself watching Netflix again anyway. So it's like, how do we find that sweet spot of, yes, I'm doing something, but I'm not trying to do all of the things where it's going to be so much that it's overwhelming. Mm. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Like you broke, like, cause what you said, I, you know, what I said before I asked that question, you broke it down to where it makes sense to people. The first one is find your purpose. You got to have a why. And your why has to be a little deeper than, oh, my kids. Like, why? Like, it's it's not – I didn't start my clothing line just because I wanted my son to have a business because my biological father passed away and left me with questions, left me with nothing. So if something happens to me, he has his own because of me. That's more of the why. Mm -hmm. uh, the same with his sister, setting her up, helping her make the right decision. She's about to go to college. Like, let's not just go to college just to say you went to college. Let's go to college for a certain reason. You have to have a why. And I love what you said. No shit. Like some of the stuff we say, it's like, no shit. Like uh, I get it. You want to lose, you're overweight. The doctor told you you're a little overweight. No shit. You want to lose weight, but do you want to lose weight and be a better person? Cause, uh, these women getting these BBLs and the butt shots, but are you working on and losing their tummy and all that? But are you working on the inside? Right. Like you, you could lose all that weight, but you still that evil mother of love <laughs> right. that you were before right. the surgery. I call these, and, I call these like magic wand goals where it's like, yeah, like if someone would wave a magic wand and be like, and grant them to you, like you would accept it. Right. Like if someone waved a magic wand and said, hey, do you want a million dollars and you could just have it like you would take it. But are you going to do the work that it takes to make a million dollars? That's the question. 
Yes, I, I see that on Facebook, like, oh, would you take the money or would you do? No, I'm not going to take the money. If I can't handle the money that I got, I can't <laughs> handle a million dollars. I'm going to do something dumb with it or maybe. But then you said, <laughs> understand how to set better goals. Like you like you, you have to understand. Uh, so like with my pot, with the pot, when I started the podcast, I had to rebrand it. I started this year. I have goals for the podcast okay i want to have this many guests then i can start asking those people that i know that you know that busy or people they'll see oh okay he, he got uh he got 50 episodes uh, okay he got some traction let me let me see to be on this show rather than trying to ask somebody out the gates that uh busy all that they don't know who i am they like man you just started your podcast not trying to be mean but i'm not you know so it's like you have to understand your goals of what you want and put a date on it put a date on those goals stop just writing oh i want i want to stop smoking when when do you want to stop smoking by because you're not going to just cold turkey you might cold turkey but you might have a lap so you want to be like i want to be fully done smoking by whenever or i want to lose x amount of weight by whenever put a date on it if you don't have a date on those goals those goals are not going to get done you're gonna have the same goals for the next two or three years trust me i know i'm not just saying this i got goals that got dates they got done goals that don't got dates didn't get done and then you said start small like so with my podcast i started with my phone when i first started it i started with just what i had like, I didn't go like, well, let me go spend this money that I don't got on this equipment. I don't even know if this going to work out. I don't even know if I'm going to be consistent. But let me at least start with my phone because my phone's always with me. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I start getting bigger with the stuff. Now I got, you know, a microphone. Now I got this. I got that because I started small and I got to being able to be bigger. And you can't just, oh, well, I'm going to make $300,000 this year. Have you made 100000 have you made 50,000 on your own? Like you have to understand, don't make a big goal. So give an example before I um, ask the last question. I had a coach and he was like, how much money you want to make? I'm like $3 million. Like I'm like, but I'm, as I was going, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling with that. I wasn't good on the inside. I wasn't the person I am today to where I could understand if I was to, get that amount of money, what to do with it, where to put it, all that. And it's like, that didn't help me saying that I wanted $3 million. Like if I would have said, Hey, I want to make $20,000. I probably could have got to that goal because that's feasible for where I was at. Like you have to make those goals that make sense and go after them. You can't just make some big dumb goal and think you're going to do it. And you ain't, you ain't done a goal. You ain't made your bed. You can't make your bed every day. If you can't make your bed every day, mm -hmm. you want to change your goals. Mm -hmm. Like, no serious. If you can't make your bed every day before you leave the house, you stop with the big goals. It's, it's so funny you say that because it's so funny. We're, we're, we're so in sync, you and I. It's, it's, I'm, I'm happy that we uh, made this connection because, for one – Exactly like you said, having big goals, like again, people set goals too big. You know, it's I my so I told you the very first episode of my podcast is start with why. The very second episode is a masterclass on goal setting. And I go over this exactly. It's like, yes, we need big goals because you want to have that big goal that pushes you and stretches you. But if you you need you need shorter time restricted goals that are actually realistic. Like $3 million is a great goal to like have on your vision board of like, yeah, like I want to make $3 million one day. It's like, okay, but what am I doing tomorrow to build my business? Because it's not making $3 million tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to record a podcast. Tomorrow I'm going to learn how to create out, uh, create, re create art on Canva or something like that. So it's having both. It's having that thing that really, really pushes you and stretches you, but you have to have those realistic, those time bound goals. As you said, put a date on it. All of these things are so are so important because when people just set a goal, they're like, well, I had a goal to lose weight, but it didn't work. Or I, again, I keep using weight loss because it's just an easy thing that everyone kind of can relate to. But it, you can take out weight loss and put in anything that you want. It's the exact same thing. Build a business, build a podcast, build a brand, become a better father, become a better mother, become a better husband. You know, but whatever you want to do, it's it takes the same strategies. And that's why I'm so passionate about this stuff, because it's all the same no matter what set better goals, find your why, like this is the stuff that people need to be doing and this will help you in any area of your life. Facts, facts, man. Yeah, definitely. You, 
it's it's crazy how we are kind of like in sync the way we you know and everything of that sort and it's i think it helps people um more because you got two different people saying the same thing but saying it in a different form so it's not like uh i haven't read problem i haven't read a, a percentage of the books you've read so it's not like you know we're getting information we're living our lives we're going through the motions and that's how we've got to this point it's not like you've read some books and you're like, oh, well, this is what they said. No, this is what I actually did. And I think people have to understand it's actually what you do. You, you can read all the books. You can watch all the videos. You can watch all the interviews. You can learn about millionaires, billionaires. But if you don't put in any action, like you said earlier, execution is key. Like execution is how you're going to get to anywhere you want to get to. Like you, But you have to start small. So before we get out of here, <clears throat> what is an underdog quote? that people can take away from this? Um, an underdog quote? Um, I would say if I could get, leave people with one quote, it would be do the hard thing. Whatever you want to do, you're always faced with a simple decision, an easy thing and a hard thing. And always the answer of what you're supposed to do is the hard thing. That's how I knew I had to quit my job because staying there would have been easy and quitting was hard. And that's how I knew I need to do it. Sitting on the couch is easy. Going to the gym is hard. Turning down Oreos is, is hard. Eating a salad I mean, it is, uh, is easy. I mean, eating Oreos is easy. Turning them down for a salad is hard. Like everything that you need to do to be a better person is is hard. And that's how you know. That's the that's the compass that guides you to this. It's like, do I not want to do it? Well, shit, that's the thing that I have to do. So do the hard thing always. <laughs> Man, that is so true. Do the hard thing. Like, yeah, like you got to <laughs> – I don't even know where – I don't even want to go to – yeah, you just got to do the hard thing like – for me, I hated school. Like school wasn't for me, and now I'm a teacher. I'm doing something hard. Like it's not, and being a teacher ain't just waking up and going in. No, you have to do all kinds of stuff. And it's like, wow, the irony of me hating school and now I'm a teacher. I did the hard thing, and it's helping me in the long run. Is you know for the time being that I've been there. But you have to do the hard things. And you got to have hard – like when, when he says doing the hard thing, sometimes you got to have those hard conversations. Right. And those hard conversations aren't with anybody else but yourself. Right. Sometimes go look in that mirror, go sit in the room, sit in your chair, wherever you watch your favorite show, wherever you're doing, sit in there and, and talk to yourself. Have that hard conversation with yourself. Right. And once you have that hard conversation, you'll start to – everything else will start clicking. So – how can people reach the healthy, happy human? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, you know, the healthy, happy human podcast is what I'm, you know, most passionate about because that's where I can help the most people. Uh, if someone is interested in actually working with me, I have the Healthy Happy Human Academy on Facebook, or you can just reach out to me directly, Paul Levitin on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I'm on all social networks just at my name. And I have a private group called the Healthy Happy Human Academy. It's a private Facebook group for all my clients. And I do live trainings there every week. And I share valuable content that I think will help people. So if you just request to join that group, I'll let you write in. And you'll get tons of free resources and information as well. Boom. The Healthy Happy Human. I will have all the links um, that he just said um, in the bio or the description of the podcast when it drops. I want to thank you for coming on, dropping the knowledge, having a great conversation. You're a dope guy. Uh, definitely want to have you back on the show um, sometime later to see where you're at, to see how everything's going with you. Um, and I definitely have to come to New York, not just to visit you, but just to come to New York because that's one place that I like and I like fashion. I know New York has the fashion. So definitely want to um, say thank you again. Uh, any closing words before we get out of here? 
No, um, I just want to say thank you. And the, the sentiment is, is much, much returned. I, I appreciate you having me on. I appreciate anyone who's listened this far into an almost an hour long conversation. But I do think it was a great conversation. I think that we we talked about a lot of important things. And I'm really happy to do it. I would definitely love to come back on again. And yeah, for anyone listening, just, you know, do the hard thing. Boom. Peace. One love. All right, man. That was great. That was a great conversation. I loved it. Awesome. Thank you, dude. Yeah, I really love that. You can tell that's the kind of stuff I love talking about. Yeah, yeah, because I'm understanding when you interview people, sometimes you let you let them talk, but then you you see where they're going with it and you don't let them over talk. And you, you went to like you went to right to the end. Boom. Got this point. And then we kept the conversation going. So I love it. Um, Like I said, let's see. I think you'll be what's this? Oh, I gotta change my calendar, but uh, I got this week. So you'll be on the sixteenth. So that week, I'll start sending you stuff like the um the flyer, um, and then I can send you the recording. So if you wanna, you know, however you wanna do that, and then that'll be um yeah, the week of the sixteenth. I'll send you all that information. All right. Awesome. Yeah. Just send me all the stuff so I can share it. Um, just so you know, though, there were like two points in earlier in the conversation where I kind of lost you on your end when you were talking. Um, it was like kind of towards the intro. I don't know if that will like, it was, just, it was like a connection thing where I didn't hear you, but then like you cut back into like, I missed like probably like, tw- like 10 or 15 seconds of what you were saying. Um, so you might just want to go check the recording and just double check that, that. I don't know if that, like if it would, if, because it's recording on your end, I'm assuming that it would, it would, it, that wouldn't make be a problem, but I, I would just say you just want to just check to make sure there's not like a gap that where it's just like blank air for like 10 seconds. Yep. I, I know what you're talking about. It said on my end, it was saying a uh, connection or something like that. So yeah, I, I'm definitely going to uh, look, I know I kind of know around the time frame, but yeah, right. once I edit it, I'll uh, get that out of there. All if right. it's, you know, if you can't hear it on the whole right. thing. So I appreciate, I appreciate that, that you even, that you were paying attention enough to know that to even tell me because sometimes people, you know, it could be a whatever and they'd be like, oh, whatever. But you let me know. So now I'm know, like, OK, I got to make sure I edit this. It's not just something that was fully because I didn't know if you couldn't hear me or if it stopped or not. But you let me know. So. I'm going to check that out. So I appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Trust me. I know the struggles. Yeah, for sure, dude. Just uh, keep in contact. And yeah, I'm happy to be, we're friends on Facebook now. I'm happy to be connected. If there's any way that I can ever help you or anything, you know, that anything that I can do for you or just any way that we can work together in the future. I'm always happy on this. You know, what I love about podcasts is like growing my network and, and getting to know people and, and just kind of, uh, you know, building that, building that network together. Yep, definitely. Uh, mutual. So I, uh, I'll be in contact with you and I uh, like what you're doing on Facebook. I'll check your stuff out because I did a little research before, you know, nice. I didn't want to just get to talking just off of the information you gave me. So I checked you out. So I love what you're doing and uh, I'll send all that information. You have a good rest of your evening, man. Awesome. You too. Have a great night. All right. Later. Later.